everyone. This is the Easy Allies podcast. I'm your moderator, Kyle Bossman, and joining us this week's Bradley Ellis. Jumpa. <laughs> Michael Damiani. Jumpa. Okay. And Brandon Jones. I'll take it. Yes. Champa is. is, of course, a Dragon Ball Super character. Ah. Beerus is twin. Oh. The god of death of Universe 8. Wow. Universe 8. Poor was Universe it, was 8. Was it 8 or 6? Maybe 6. Mm, whatever. Doesn't okay. matter. Dude, I think you're right. It's 6. Okay. Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. We it's Universe it. 6. So you gotta specify. So each of the universe has their god of death? Yeah. Okay. God, god of destruction. God of destruction. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. Good to know. Get into it. Today we gotta talk about Goku. Okay, so let's start <laughs> off with goals. Brad, what's your goal this week? Uh, my goal is to yawn less than three times. Okay. Ooh. Fewer than. Fewer than. Okay. Michael Damiani, what is your goal this week? My goal is oh, to man. drop a McJolly. Okay. Without anyone okay. laughing at it. Oh. Right. Damiani is it's so weird. He's got a catchphrase that he was trying to spread, but also it's doesn't. It's a catchphrase. He's, it's a catch. McJolly's a catchphrase. No. The, it goes beyond that. That makes it even more of a catchphrase. You beyond that. So I no, had. You know what? What do you got? Merchandise? Jones, what's your goal? What's. <laughs> Uh, to say once, and you can take that to the bank. Great. <laughs> I had to be a fair host. Damiani, what's the, what's the rest? What's uh, the, McJolly? The, the, what is the, it? The actual RP is, yes. saying Mick in front of stuff is my way of saying something is like completely like trivial or Oh, like or a McMansion. Sure. I yes. get that. Yeah. Okay. But a little bit more snide, I would say. My goal this week is McSnide. to say, is to make a ponderous observation. Hmm. Begin corrections music, please. I got a lot this week. AIM stands for Advanced Idea Mechanics. Nice. Got it. Kiwami means extreme. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> FIFA on Switch will not be using Frostbite. Uh, mess off, the developer behind Nidhogg also developed FlyWrench. Sorry, say that again? FlyWrench. Okay. Thanks for the second opportunity, Brad. I yeah, I was that. like, I, was just con- I, yeah, I thought it was some weird word. Yeah, yeah. just like gave up. Uh, Total War games always had hub worlds, you noobs. Uh, F1 2007. Oh, oh, here's a list of like games that I missed. We we had our preview, oh, right. our September and August preview. Uh, F1 2017 is August 25th. Uh, Absolver does release on August 29th on PC and PS4. However, Xbox One is at a later date. Senron Kagura Peach Beach Splash September 12th. How can we forget? Uh, the Legend of Heroes Trails of Cold Steel 3 only comes out September 28th in Japan. Mm. People figured it out that I was just using Wikipedia. They, they, <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> they figured out what was happening there. Uh, yeah, if it is, uh, if it comes out in Japan first, it's not going to show up on my list. Uh, Ray Liotta is 13 years older than Liev Schreiber. And also, Ray Liotta is not in Yakuza. It is Michael Madsen. Ah. Those two guys are in the same cubbyhole in my mind, you know? Okay. Oh, they like they exist yeah. in that like they're the same actor sure. of, of the same caliber. I would Not say sure. same league, same tier. And correction music, please. Hoo wee! We get to start this podcast with one of my favorite ways to start a podcast. Game announcement. A game announcement. Hey! Heck yeah! Hey! You know what? What? I'm not buying into it. Okay. I'm not playing into it. I'm going to start with the game announcement that I'm most excited about. Okay. UFL fifty. That is it. You know, everyone's like, Valve, let's dig in. Let's get into it. Valve just made, you know what? We'll get to it. We'll get there. But I want to start this podcast off on a positive note. Sure. 
UFO 50 is pretty weird. This is a 50 game comp <laughs> compilation uh, featuring basically what this is. It's it's <laughs> led by the person who made Spelunky. I think I got your name, Derek Yu. And so UFO 50 is a collaboration with a uh, person who made Downwell, person who made Time Barons, person who made Scorpilac, and person who made Madhouse. So indie developers. That's Spelunky, right? Yeah, he said Spunky first. Oh, sorry. That's the, the lead of the project. Yeah, that's, yeah, what that's thought, Derek yeah. U. Yep. And so what they're doing is they're making 50 NES-sized games all in one game. And I guess you really need to see the trailer. Jones, you're grinning right now. It's a cool concept. I have a, yeah. lot, I have, I have, I have a lot of questions. Okay, what are your questions? <laughs> well, did they develop up to 50 or did they cut down to 50? I think there's like, Did they have people? like 44 good ideas and then we're like, yeah, we need six more games. Honestly, I think it's five people who said, let's just do 10 each. 10 each is good, right? Sure, you can sure. each do 10, and I think everybody said, okay, I could do 10. I could do 10. Because 10 of those have to suck. I mean, they can't all yes. be good. No, no, no. When you do 50 games, they're not mm -hmm. winners. Yeah. I think in that trailer, you see, like, I'm not going to play that one. But almost kind of the lousy games, I think, would be more fun. I don't know. It's just, it's just a, just a mm -hmm. very interesting idea. It's yeah. not something a lot of people are doing. And what you see is you see, uh, <laughs> uh, and I think this is the idea, modern twists on NES uh, yeah. caliber games. Mm -hmm. So we saw a, an NES tower defense game. Which totally makes sense yeah. and is cool. And that's yeah. the moment sure. Jones was hopping up and down because yeah. it looks for, cool. It looks for, any, for NES level footage in 2017. Like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that space golf game looked pretty rad. Yeah, at a space golf game. Yeah, games that didn't exist on NES but totally could. Yeah. I'm into the concept. Uh, I'm slightly worried because I've played games like this before growing up. You know, they always had like collections the of games. Yeah, 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 you know. Oh, yeah, and they well, usually yeah, were right. not yep. great. Like, mm -hmm. none of the games were good. These yes. games looked better. Like, mm -hmm. the quality definitely looked better. I just wonder... I don't know if you'll play a game for, like, a minute. You'll never play it again. Brad, if I'm playing this for 50 minutes, I'm happy. I guess. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess. It's cool to see the creator of Spelunky. This is his next Yeah, project. it is cool to yeah. see this, like, throwback kind of thing coming. Mm-hmm. Um, what's, what's up, Jones? Well, the other question I have is, was this the original idea, or were this a bunch, was this a bunch of people that came together and collaborated and had just a lot of different ideas, and then someone all of a sudden was like, oh, light bulb, let's do all of them? Yeah. Jones, mm. I, bet, I bet you're right. I think every creator has a bunch of back pocket ideas, and you can't always flesh them out into something huge. It's like, oh, well, you know what? I'll, just, I'll make that into one of my yeah, UFO 50 games. Yeah, little prototype games or something. Yeah. That's and, cool, yeah. And that's what you see in there. You see, like, a strategy chess game. You see, what else can we remember from that trailer that we saw in there? Shoot them, shoot game. games. Some, yeah, the uh, there was some like ninja star game that was rad. Yeah. There were like some yeah. ninja chucking ninja stars. There were a lot of different levels. A couple shoot 'em ups. So it's cool. There was a volleyball game where you had a blade and you just slashed the ball. Yeah. That was cool. There was like an RPG mm -hmm. kind of game. Just talking to random people. I think there was a dodgeball game in there too. There was like yeah. a weird grid game. We had a little soldier, and they were like mm -hmm. different, moving him to different spaces. To the make game that looked like GTA. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, it looked oh, like River City Ransom. Not River City Ransom, but uh, hello. What was the right. more modern one that we got a couple years back? Ooh, like River City he's Ram wearing Ram a black leather jacket. Yes, yeah. River City Rampage. It looks oh, like Retro that. City. Retro, Retro City, City Rampage. Rampage. Yep, they got you. They got me. You know, Kyle. <laughs> yes, you sold me, man. I'm more into it now. Yeah, I think it's cool. Yeah, I don't have a really talking points on this. Yeah. I just thought it was a cool game, yeah, cool, cool announcement. Didn't want to ignore it. Yeah, just, cool. I don't get the vibe from that trailer that they're like all these games are real good. Like, yes. it's not the point of it. You're just right. to, to enjoy different concepts. Fun for a bit. Talk to your friends about what you like. You know, it's like if you go to school or you check in with your friends and like, oh, I checked out that little game. I didn't play that. And they're like, oh, I beat that game. That game was super. Like, why? And, oh, the end, the last boss is amazing. And you're like, oh, well, maybe I'll put some more time into it when I get back home. Yeah. But, like, w which one's going to trend out of that game, I wonder? Space Golf. The weirdest one. Ooh, I think Space Golf's got an opportunity. You're right, Jones. That's the challenge. Like, which one gets the most tweets or yeah. something? Yeah. We'll see. Okay, let's talk about the one that, the thing that is getting the most tweets. The Valve announcement. Valve 
has announced a new game that they are developing. Wait, say that one more time. Valve has announced that they're developing a new game, Brad. <laughs> yeah, aren't you excited, dude? Not Valve. really. When I found out what it was. <laughs> that game is called Artifact, the Dota card game. <laughs> That's the name of it, Jones. Yeah, I know. Artifact colon the Dota card game. The Dota card game might be a slogan. I don't know, but uh, have you been right playing Artifact colon the Dota card game? <laughs> yeah, dude, that's right, that's right. Dude. So what this is is what we know so far is that it it, it is based off Dota. Okay. Uh, big big IP. It, it has three lane gameplay. This card game. Whoa. Uh, yeah. Uh, there are brackets that spawn creeps. <laughs> uh, players can use five heroes at once and also get item cards for those heroes. And again, I'm just stealing that from Game Informer's write up. Uh, that's what we know about this card game. That is Valve's next produced game. I think the idea of having lanes is pretty interesting in that. So you're, you're looking at the positive here. Yeah. Like, I was just like, is this Hearthstone? Or just like, is it like, I don't know if it's a digital game, I guess, or is it physical? Oh, it's both? a digital game. It, okay. is a, it is Hearthstone. Brad, uh, it's Hearthstone. Yeah. The idea of three lanes is cool, but I don't know. That's we, it, I guess. Do yeah. we have a launch window for this? 2018. Okay. Maybe we don't have, like, Q1 no. or in months or anything. Nothing yeah. beyond that. I mean, I don't like card games that much, so... So it's not for me. I just think that's a cool idea to capture that game. Here's the th my thing, panel, is... I don't believe this was Valve's next passion. I agree with you. I don't believe that Valve I mean, looked at... We can make any game in the world right now. We have so much money. I don't think they've had that for anything. <laughs> yeah. Maybe not. Maybe I'm crazy and assumed that the one day they, they really just dreamed of games that they could make and just made them. Uh, this doesn't feel like that. This doesn't feel like a dream game to them. This feels like... Oh, no, yeah. Certainly from the trailer, too. The yes. trailer's very much like... Eh, is, this an in <laughs> is this like an yeah, in-house yeah. game or is it another studio making it? In-house, baby. Whoa. Jones, what was the trailer like? Uh, there were rocks. Uh, they were different colors. Yep. Uh, the rocks became a logo, and then they showed the word artifact. Yeah. And then the trailer was over. Damiani, is this the right choice? No. Let's not. No. Let's, <laughs> I mean, let's not even talk about like what we want and things like that. Is this Valve's? Is this a good decision for Valve to make a card game right now? Sure. Business-wise. Yeah. Yes, probably. Damiani. Uh, I mean, Brad was saying earlier before we started the podcast that he thought this was like. Way too late. Too late. It is like, too late. Why, like, why, why, why this so long? If they really wanted to make any kind of meaningful impact, why didn't they do this a while ago? I bet why it's now. Been, why I now? Bet it's been in development. Why now? This for is ages. exactly like when Blizzard came out with Heroes of the Storm. It's like you're yeah. late with this. Yeah, you're really late, and there's already established like groups of this these kind of games. But they're doing fine with it. They're doing worse than everyone else, though. Oh, okay. At least like of the big three, I would yes. say. I don't Wait, know what about are the like big Hero three. Hold on. Well, like League of Legends, yep. Dota, and Heroes Storm. Like Heroes Storm is doing worse than those two. Is it doing better than Smite? I don't know. Okay. That I don't know. I think it might be doing worse than Smite. So yeah, I think it might be out of the big three. <laughs> um, Jones, you said this is the right decision. Uh, yeah, I mean, I was gonna say, how hard is a card game to make? Like, you know, card games are difficult, but not not as difficult as like a shoot, yeah. you know, a three D shooter. As Half Life Three, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. especially if. You don't have to create any characters, you know, like, yeah. you know, like they're all there. The designs are all there. You can like base the moves and what the cards do, the abilities off of the characters already. It's just the question of like how creative you make them. But like all of the heroes that come from the Warcraft universe into Hearthstone, it's like, oh, I see what you did. He's undead and he's okay. Like, yeah, the cards come back and they're zombies, you know, yada, yeah. yada. Um, but yeah, I just I don't know what the the weight was. I don't know what um, were they desperate for cash or they're just like, There's oh, no we'll way. finally do this. Not. And especially with just how it was announced. That, like, I have to learn all of this from you and not from the trailer at all. Yeah. 
That it's like it the, a it's a year off and you have no gameplay. Really, now's not the time to show me Anything? what this game looks like. Or? No lore, no concept, nothing. Yeah. I yeah. guess you would show. I guess if you showed gameplay, you'd have to show off cards too. And I guess that's like the main thing. Well, but put like, a hero you want to you want to trickle those out week by week by week. You know, here's a new card. Here's a new card. I really think this has been in development for a while. I really think it's been in development for years. Is my guess. It's possible, yeah. Because why would you today say we should make a card game? Because that's like I think that's the thing is like why would you today do that? I don't, I don't know. I, well, don't... I think I think you need three things, at least three things, to make a successful card game. Sure. Uh, an established franchise I care about, yes. so tied to something that like uh, you know it's gonna be very difficult to build like a a. a card game library from the ground up. I haven't heard any of these things. Jones, that's fair. When I think of other examples, that's um, fair. It's yeah. got to play different. So like, can we say three lanes like that was that move? Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, you, it's got to be, I have to, it's got to be easy to get at. Like, I, you, I don't want to go out of my way to like drop 60 bucks on it or, you know, it's got to be free to play with some, you know, paid stuff on top of that or like, have, you know, the way that uh, Hearthstone does expansions where it's like you can buy into like some, some preloaded thing that gives you a bunch of packs that you can open but if like this is hard or I have to do some other service or something, but if I'm playing Dota and it just pops up, it's like it's free. Just click this and you download it right now. Like, oh, okay, fine. Yeah. You know, then like while I'm waiting for a Dota match, while I'm waiting for my friends to get online, fine. I'll do it. Especially if like play, you know, Artifact and you unlock this Dota character. Oh, or vice versa. Yeah, oh, for sure there'll be yeah. like synergy between the Don't two Don't even games. worry yeah. about it. Yeah. And those three things they got, you know, already lined up. Ready to um, go, so. I want to know what Huber thinks about this. Yeah, as, as a former beloved Valve fan, mm-hmm. just waiting for former a game, fan. just waiting for the game. Like so many millions of people out there waiting for anything Half Life, just yeah. anything, a bone, <laughs> nothing. You get a card game. You were a spurned man. He's just he, like, he no longer dude. is a Valve fan. Yeah, it's just weird. I think Valve wants to be Blizzard, and Blizzard wants to be Valve. I think. They're <laughs> I think they're always looking on the other side of the yeah. fence. You know, like, what are they doing? Yeah, what are they doing? Oh, that's pretty cool. I want that. Yeah, it's just always. We got TF2. Let's. Uh, I want watch. that. I want that. Hey, nice grill you got over there. I want to, I want to yeah. go like that. Yeah, it's that. Okay. You know what? I don't want to talk about that game for too long. Uh, let us talk about... I think I have some good news this week. Believe it or not. Actually, this is juicy news. We're starting with juicy news. We'll Ooh. get to good news. This is juicy. Patrick Bach, who you may know as the former studio manager at DICE, would head the Battlefield games, uh, is uh, the head of a new studio for that just opened in Sweden by Ubisoft. Really? Yes. Cool. So Patrick Bach just left November of 2016, not that long ago, mm-hmm. and is now the uh, lead of Ubisoft Stockholm. How crazy is that? Gotta just, make those Assassin's Creed, baby. Well, no, that's the thing, is they're not making Assassin's Creed. Ubisoft is all about, like, we gotta make more Maybe games. Maybe like a more UBR games. game? Yeah, well, no, uh, AAA. The AAA, mm. they said in the next two years, they want to be up to 100 employees. Their first project is going to be helping with the Avatar game uh, with Massive Entertainment. Uh, that's another Ubisoft studio that's also in Sweden. Let's stop there because Jones... Perfect just, Jones. He just lost all Perfect excitement. Jones. I lost you. What happened there, Jones? <laughs> just anything Avatar just kind of makes me sad. Isn't that crazy? Not because I didn't like that movie. I actually, I like that movie. (laughs) There are beats in that film that I really appreciate. Mm -hmm. Uh, In the story, obviously, the effects are incredible. I think some of the, just just the way that world is built, I think is fascinating. Yeah. But Avatar is the whole idea for me of like, kind of like when you give a pill to a cat and you got to like rub the cat's throat for it to swallow it. I feel like people are like rubbing my throat with Avatar. (laughs) You know, it's like, it's like just swallowing, swallowing. You know, Cameron's like, I'm making fire these. Just watch them. You know, and you're like, you like, you can't even sort out whether I want this or not, or whether it, like Castlevania comes out on Netflix, and it's like, yeah. I hope this is good. I hope people like it so they can make more. 
it doesn't matter with Avatar. Like, we, yeah. the, the, you know, it could be like a two on Rotten Tomatoes, that second film, and you're still getting four more. So it's it's being excited about Avatar seems kind of pointless. It's like, yeah. why even bring it up, you know, because it's just coming. It's yeah. not, I think they want it to be like a Star Wars Marvel level. Like Avatar, they want that IP to be big like that. Yes, the music they parts. do. Oh, it's yeah, not do. there. There's it's one there. movie. Yeah. And that's it. It is insane to me how much, how many resources Ubisoft is putting into these, this Avatar game, for sure. Uh, that's crazy. But yeah, it's a thing. And it's crazy that they bring in Patrick Bach, that he's left his cushy, cushy dice job to come here. I have a oh, quote. I'm sure he got a cushy, cushy Ubisoft <laughs> just, job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that game reveal just can't excite anybody. There's no, there's it no can. way. Jones, it can. The Avatar reveal, it can. <sighs> Here's the potential. Thing. At that, press, my, my at that expert... E3 press con when they come out and they they, pay, they go to cut to the crowd, like no one's gonna be. Smiling. Here's the thing, Jones. No gonna be like, okay. Can I pitch something to you? Sure. Uh, there's no Navi in it. Okay. And you don't know it's an Avatar game until the very end. I think you wait until the very oh, end. Oh, of the, the demo. Oh, okay. Yeah, so yeah. When they're showing it off. So yeah, yeah. yeah you're, you, it's military, and then. And it's like, whoa, the that end. was the Avatar game. Yeah, yeah I want to blow their minds and then add Avatar at the end. Okay. Can we do that? Yeah, maybe kind of make it like scary, you know. Maybe Ooh, kind of like like yeah, you're, you're you're getting through the forest and the arrows are coming out of spears know it's and taking you out. No, no, no. you know this game uh, is dusty. Just make it turn-based RPG. That'll surprise me. Ooh, yeah, absolutely. But there were scary uh, strikes and stuff like that in Destiny, so it could still be okay. like scary strikes. What? Um, it's strikes that were like spookier than the other ones, you know, that had like Destiny had a spooky on on stage demo. Actually, remember they had just their flashlights and yeah. they were in those tubes. And like tubes? Republic Commando yeah. tried to make Star Wars scary, you know. So it's like you can. Oh, uh, okay. I can see it, Jones. I think you could totally pitch the game. I think you could. I think you can get people excited about Avatar. It's hard to do it. I get you there. What's up now, man? I mean, if it's based on the new stuff, the the four sequels or the heck they're doing. Uh, not one of the. They, there was more information that came out. Is it four? Hold on. Is it four? Apparently, it's four sequels. No. Yeah. Yeah. It's four sequels. Oh. Four sequels. All of yeah. them will be set in different places. Not so. Here's the thing: the characters will be the mostly the same throughout all four. Okay. So the heroes will be the same. Right. They'll be the same villain through all four of them. Star Wars. The muscular guy. And someone. Someone else. Oh, okay. Star Wars. I think. Star Wars. Oh, okay. Different so, locations. So their villain, yeah. Same character. Different locations, but like having the same cast, so you can be familiar with the people. You have to spend all this time reintroducing everyone in each new film, mm-hmm. but to be drastically different locations. So everyone's like, yeah, they're thinking of Star Wars, Lord of the Rings. Like, oh, here we go. Like. Just gonna like move around. So you're you're envisioning like OG Avatar. Like how can you make that exciting? Which has been played out the forest, yeah. arrows, the uh, the Navi. Yes, they can just do something completely <laughs> unexpected location wise because the might be a new location from the new movie. Mm-hmm. And you like you have no idea what you're seeing, mm-hmm. and then at the end like you see like a Navi, and you're like, wait, what? Why is the Navi here? Oh, Avatar's going where? Where's this like a crazy On a location? Volcano planet? Yeah, so I- <laughs> <laughs> fighting Anakin? What? No, I mean. <laughs> I, I mean, they put a lot of money into the original Avatar game. Like, yeah. they they thought that would be a big deal. I mean, Oops. the movie was. The game, the game was just not. unfortunately didn't, yeah. you know, ride on the coattails of that very well. So Well, th- neither did Avatar Backpacks. Neither did Avatar well, Tattoos. Well, because that, yeah. that movie really wasn't... <sighs> we all saw it, but nobody it loved it. You know, yeah, that's like, oh, I gotta feel I about know, it. What was the best description of that movie that I liked? It was like, it was a great, like, Disney ride, but, like, it's not memorable in terms of its narrative or its characters. It's yes. just... 
and it's something you have to see. Mm-hmm. And people liked seeing it so much they would go back and see it again. It, it's like, why do you go back to Disneyland? You've already been on the ride. Oh, I right, like right. that experience. Like, yeah. you don't really need, like, you're not going back to rewatch it because of the story. You're just like, yay, this is the part where all the colorful things come out in the forest and stuff. Mm-hmm. This is where they, like, merge with the flying things yay! and fly through the sky. You're the floating islands. They're like, catching yeah. ponytails. Yay. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That, that type of stuff. <laughs> like, that, that, I think that's why a lot of people got in, like, just went back to see it so many times. So that con- that mentality, I think, lends itself to a video game. Like, oh, you don't really need narrative. You don't need right. that stuff. Like, just action and cool sequences. They didn't really capitalize on in the game. So, sure. well, who knows? Let's hope it's good. I want to finish this conversation with a direct quote from Patrick yeah. uh, Bach, uh, who says, uh, When talking to Ubisoft about values and goals, I noticed that we shared a lot of thinking especially when it came to the creative and practical process of making games. I feel like I will be able to use my potential in a new and different way in the Ubisoft family. I'm also looking forward to working with new world-class colleagues around the world. So I want to ask you, panel, does that to you feel directly targeted at EA? I don't know. That to me says more about what EA is not than what Ubisoft is. The vibe I get is he just didn't want to do Battlefield games anymore. Yeah, he's like, that's I'm probably done. true. Yeah, he just wanted to do something different. Mm-hmm. Just change the scenery, which I get. That's fine. Do you think Ubisoft's going to give him that? Who knows? I don't know. Is Ubisoft a better publisher to work for than EA? As I don't a, as, know. As a top tier AAA developer, I would you... rather work for Ubisoft. I enjoy Tell Ubisoft. Me why, I, I just me why. enjoy Ubisoft games more. More. Uh, than I enjoy EA games. What does that mean? Um, I, I, for all the flaws that some Ubisoft games have, I, I definitely get like I think sometimes their creativity might be misguided, but I feel like there's a lot of creativity that went into this. Sure. There's a lot of work here, a lot of world building, a lot of, uh, you know, thoughts on the the lore, and uh, it's just the execution that sometimes can can falter, or frankly, just the budget, you know, because like that's why they took a year off from Assassin's Creed that they just like gotta rush these things out. Mm-hmm. They have to have like the pressure of having that big new announcement at the end of, um, uh, you know, and sometimes that's Watch Dogs and sometimes it's Steep, you know, so it's like uh, the Steep was still a super creative game and unlike any snowboarding games I ever played, but just how it, you know, uh, how I unlocked things in that game just didn't, you know, work out to my liking. Sure, but um, yeah. And I just I just end up liking more Ubisoft games, the style wise. I think they. Yeah. Uh, when I the first game that popped in my head when I thought of EA for some reason was Fuse. Wow. And I was like, oh, woof. Brad, <laughs> why though? Ubisoft. Fuse was five years ago. I don't know why. It just popped in my brain. <laughs> There's no reason why it just did. Yeah, no, it's fair though. So Fuse was originally oh Strike Point was the name of that game. Overstrike. 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 That game was originally very creative. Mm-hmm. And we saw EA turn it into something a much less so. machine. Yes. And so Brad, I think it's a fair thing to say, and I think it's fair to like maybe say. Why is he leaving EA? Probably they don't let him do whatever he wants to. Yeah. I, I mean, I think he's just going to be on the battlefield, battlefront train, if you're in that DICE studio yeah. currently for a while. He's yeah. probably like, I'm, I've probably, he's probably made a ton of battlefields already. He has. He's like, it's like, all right, mm-hmm. time to move on. Which, yeah. I, yeah, makes sense. Cool. Yeah, also has very little heart. Oh, oh sorry. God. God. Yarny. Sorry. Yarny. 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 Yarny's got heart. EA doesn't have heart. You know what I mean? It's like, you don't get that sense. You don't. That's the execs what, that's come out on stage sense. for EA and, like, the room doesn't brighten. Whereas, like, Eve's Gilmore comes out and it's like, I that's love true. You know, and, like, mm-hmm. they, they let their developers come out and speak their heart on stage and, and, and talk that's about true. why they're creative. That's and, like, point, every now and then you get the Assassin's Creed movie, sit down on the couch. You know, you get, like, moments like that. But, like, having Aisha host for so many years, like, mm-hmm. 
Um, and not just to focus on EA or on E3. Obviously, they have many other opportunities throughout the year to impress people. But um, I just get that vibe from uh, from Ubisoft. Uh, what about uh, I forget the name of it? Jailbreak. A oh, way out. Dude. Way yeah. out. Way out's got heart. It does, yeah. But it's I think it's more. I think it's more giving them the opportunity to do that. Then I don't think that idea that that idea came from EA. Yeah. That idea came from someone else, and EA was like, "Yeah, that." You know, yeah. it's like, they saw a good I idea. Ubisoft, and they you it. see these yep. ideas like kind of come into to creation from people that are ingrained into the uh, into Ubisoft. I mean, give EA credit though for funding that kind of stuff. Sure, that's that was one of the best things to come out yeah. of uh, of uh, their conferences here. Uh, you'll have to forgive me for a moment. I'm terribly f- afraid that that fan is blowing straight into our microphone, so I'm going to it's adjust. Not that. Aimed it that way. It's, it's going. Okay. I can feel the breeze. It's right there. It's cut off. Uh, so it's 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 avoiding these microphones avoiding by the three inches. Trust yeah. the system. I'm going to trust you, Johns. <laughs> it's not easy for What's me to do this. What's the sports team that says that? I'm going to trust you? Trust the system. Isn't mm. there a sports team that says that? Yeah, it's probably the Patriots, dude. No, it's not them. <laughs> it's probably the Patriots. <laughs> they, don't, they don't have to, like, Tom Brady like psych themselves out. They're going to win anyways. They trust their system. Their system's Tom Brady. <laughs> I actually, I really don't know who which team is trust the system. I think that's a team, dude. Bill Belichick. Um, Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick. Let's talk about that good news. So, give me that good news, dude. We had bad news last year. It was kind of bad news. It was very controversial. The uh, uh, creator. Well, this, there was a game. There was a Metroid Two remake called AM2R. Another Metroid Two re- remake. It, it came out basically a year ago, almost a year ago. Yeah. Uh, it was released. It was a really cool little Metroid Two remake. And then Nintendo said, "Cease this. Desist this." <laughs> And no. it's gone. It's you know, it's yeah. you can't download that right now. Uh, For good, like we know why they did it. We know obviously. why they did that. <laughs> yes, we do. Uh, the good news is, one year later, the creator uh, Milton Gausty uh, said on Twitter, "Hey, I got hired to work as a level designer on Ori and the Will that's of the Wisps." That's such a cool, like, nice. That cool? That's such a cool position. Oh, I love that's that. That's a feel good yeah, moment. Dude. That's a feel good story. Awesome. Yes. Uh, so, uh, I want to read you, in addition to this, a really, it's like a heartwarming, uh, heartwarming quote, uh, look out for heartworms, uh, from, uh, this, the founder of Moon Studios, Thomas Mahler, uh, this is actually from a NeoGAF post, uh, but it was in the article, which I thought was great, Game Informer, thank you, um, Milton is an incredible talent. We interviewed him and gave him a little test. We require every new hire to do a little test to see if they're a match and to check how the person reacts to feedback, etc., etc. And he passed that little challenge with flying colors. I was grinning all throughout his pitched level design since it was clear from the first second that he gets it. Last year, we hired Chris, one of the level designers for the recent Rayman games, and a minute into the call, he PM'd me, hire him now. Cool. That's awesome. Oh, I'm so stoked on that. Um, and I, I think it is worth noting that Moon Studios is a group of people all over the planet. Yeah. And that's why they're, they're, the calls are mentioned, and there's more to the quote that I won't read. But uh, uh, basically, the way that game is developed is through calls, is through daily and weekly check-ins, saying how are you doing, and then sending things and sharing. Even the music, just like, oh, yeah, that's really cool, and sending things like that. Uh, that's really cool. That's the coolest thing. Yeah, that's thing. so rad. Best case scenario. Good for that guy. Yes. Uh, that reminds me of the guy that originally designed Dota way back in the day, Warcraft oh, 3 mod. Yeah. His name mm-hmm. was, I think, Ice Frog. Yes. Made Dota, then Valve hired him. Mm-hmm. Dota 2. Boom. Yes. Living the dream. I, nice going, guys. A Most likely a millionaire today. Just living it up. <laughs> yep. Just for one good he mod, He made this, man. this goofy Scrape mod for yes. fun. Yeah. Millionaire. Yes. 
I mean, earned it. In the wake of this, would you would you tell aspiring people out there messing with licenses they don't have the rights to mess with to uh, follow d- their dreams? Yes. Keep going? Or yes, no? Jones, okay. I would. Yes. I think you're going to get more attention, as we said, with your card game off of somebody else's license. If you are trying to make a game right now, right. you'll get more eyeballs on it making your own little Pokemon mod than, hey, I just want to make a game that's about monsters. Like, no, sorry. Well, it'll be harder. You absolutely can. A good game will rise to the top. Hopefully, that's the romantic way of looking at it. But the easiest path is to make use someone else's franchise. Yes. Or I guess maybe, because I, I don't know if that's like the best advice to give somebody, but like I, well, one thing I think you should do is if you are working on one of those projects and, mm-hmm. the, and the developer's publisher does come crashing down on you, Care, be careful what you say because mm-hmm. they might yeah. find themselves making some game to your, your down the road and it's like oh wh- who was that one guy who was working on a game that we said stop and they were really courte- courteous about it and yeah. worked on other projects and are doing fun things still and I think that's a good point Jonas because when a- AM2R was shut down it wasn't like F Nintendo yeah. I'm putting it up anyway they can't do this to me it was yeah. like okay 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 I got it okay okay it was more like that it was, was fine um, and yeah I think that's a good point it's kind of a resume and it, it it's worked kind out of, good for him yeah start drawing your new Pokemon Cal <laughs> what do you mean start, Jones? What do you oh, mean start? He's been drawing Let's for years. That. Years. Let's see them. I had some thick binders I'm gonna to show say you, over Jones. a decade. Over a decade. Wait till you that's see a, these that's binders. That's a bet in the making. <laughs> Just show the, off my the binders? The reveal, yeah. No, you wish. You can't see my binders. <laughs> Damiani, what do you, how do you feel about this, actually? Are, are we giving bad advice to tell people, yeah, go for it, use other licenses if you're making a fan game? I didn't say that. Okay. Okay, so Brad didn't say it. Yeah. Uh, I still think it's risky. I still think that the the problem is always about timing. Uh, make sure you have your game done before you say anything about it. When you're doing a a, a mod or yeah. a fan version of a licensed or not licensed but a, a known IP, mm-hmm. because if you get shut down before it ever comes out, you've done all that work and you don't really can't show it to anybody. Whereas if it gets released and even if it gets shut down, nothing ever is truly gone from the internet. You said you, like obviously there's no main pages of download links to AM2R, but like you can still find it if you look hard enough. It's still out there. Yeah. You still play it. Sure. People will stream it and stuff, and people will see your work and be like, oh, like that that's pretty good. And, and I, I think it's easier for people to see, uh, to notice that, as you said, because, oh, a lot more eyeballs on that. It's getting a lot more media attention. Um, but it's also high risk because um, sometimes companies are nice about it. Sometimes companies can be like, you know, not so nice about it. It's at, it's at their, disc- their their discretion. What do you mean by that? Uh, uh, like companies could go like more hard at you, like not just cease and desist. Like ah, it's too late. You've released it. It's already done the damages. We're gonna take you to court. Oh, like, they could do that right. if they really wanted. To. They just don't because they know it's bad for their image and stuff. So it's it's really you're really playing with fire there. Like sure. you're just counting on the good graces that companies are smart enough to be like, we gotta protect your IP. So please cut it out. And if you do, we're cool. Or, yeah. You know, we won't we won't go after any other copies linked anywhere. We're not gonna like destroy it from the existence. Like it's still out there. Um, and as Jones said, yeah, yeah, like. Not uh, not having a, not throwing a hissy fit when they come after you yeah. when you know better like you know you yeah, were yeah, of course. you were playing with fire you got caught like just own up to it be like hey I respect their wishes and stuff taking it all down um, I will say though it's it's cool that somebody did hire him um, but this and you point out uh, the the Valve thing with Dota it doesn't always go that way especially when it comes to Nintendo um, there's the infamous thing about uh, that animator who made the hoax video. For uh, Nintendo on, on Nintendo on back in the day, the before VR the, headset before the Wii came out. I remember it and well. Reggie made that quote about man, we really should find that guy and possibly offer him a job. And the guy took it to heart. He's like, oh wow, like maybe I just gotta get in touch with them and stuff. 
And like you never was able to get in, like nothing came of that. No, no, no. So Reggie don't, had no intention. Don't go of, into yeah. it expecting like, right. hey, if I make a masterful Metroid game that's better than anything Nintendo's ever made, and I did it myself, even if they shut me down, they're gonna see it and like when they make that next 2D Metroid, they're gonna think of me like especially Nintendo, they don't. Alright. They don't think like don't expect to get anything out of it other than maybe something like this. This is something I feel is reasonable. Um, uh, that people would be interested in because Ori is a good game, but it's a smaller profile release. And like, and like we said, yeah. like it's it's a studio in which your location doesn't matter yeah. because of the because of what Moon Studios is. Like it doesn't matter where you are on the planet. Like it is a special you, case. You got to know your company. Sure. Like Japanese yeah. companies, you're not getting hired. You're you're not getting hired for making a version of their IP. Right. Like, but yeah. if it's a more Western developer, especially one that has a ties to PCs and modding, mm-hmm. you're probably more likely to, to, this, to impress them and get in on them. How about this, though? How about this, though? So at Evo, I didn't bring this in because I wasn't sure if it was a big deal or not. The team who made Metro, uh, sorry, uh, uh, Super Smash Bros., uh, what's it called? The, the Their mod on it, M this something. Project M. Project M. Yeah. So the people who made Project M are making their own Smash Bros.-esque game. That's the headline. The headline is Project M creators making their own Smash game. Mm-hmm. So they, you know, they made other M. Nintendo said, "Stop it! They can't do it in tournaments anymore because Nintendo's right. told the tournament yeah. uh, people said like, hey, we don't want to see that game in tournaments anymore.' Uh, they get a headline now for their little Smash clone. Sorry, I, that was that was very dismissive for their Smash clone. Uh, they get headlines because they made that highly successful mod. And Brad, you're saying don't waste your time. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying to do it or That's... not to do it. What are you saying then? You're steering clear. Yeah. I'm you. steering clear. Like, you Take do what a you, stand, You Brad. do what you got to do. That's my stand. You do what you got to <laughs> do. You do what you got to do. But if you get in trouble, you got to expect it. Yeah. The, the other thing, too, is that like this exists in other mediums and has been around in mediums for oh, forever. So like if you're an aspiring television writer, go write episodes of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or Buffy or Star Trek. Mm-hmm. or so, You know, just to you show, like, I can do this. They tell you, know? you not to do that anymore, actually. Well, no, but you don't submit them to the company that makes them. You send them to a competitor, right? That yeah, used yeah, to yeah. be the advice. Don't send, like, a Buffy episode to right. the people who make Buffy. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. weird but it's like, like, spec scripts these days, you're not supposed to do established shows. It's actually the opposite. I have not heard that. <laughs> I, I speak all the time to people who write for television, and they're like, "That's it's great because so it's So you're shows- writing a BBT scre- like spec right now. Like, yeah, like, write an episode of Doctor Who, you know, and just and oh, just no to way, show dude. people, it's like, oh, so I can tell you're not just caught up in your own ideas, but sure, you, sure. you know how to play ball, because your first job is not going to be on your show, it's yeah, going to exactly. be on my show. Yeah. You're going to have to just, you know, learn how to do, adapt to my characters, my story, how to make our narrative work, and not, like, make it your own thing. Um, and the say, you know, for art, and all, you know, like, if you're a painter, you know, it's like, and they always say just write what you know, like, that's a great way to get better at, you know, being a writer, being an artist, being a developer, yeah. coder, whatever, so... Just don't, don't make a whole career out of it. YouTuber. You know, like people do lots of stuff with licenses all the time they don't own. You know, where they're just like, oh, I've got up in makeup. And I'm, you know, it's this character versus that character. Like, screw attack. This death battle. Like, they right. don't own the rights to Mega Man or any of those characters are fighting. But yes, there's this weird kind of, okay, you can do that because I understand why you're making that. Mm-hmm. And if you're making that, it's like, no, I want to make this game. And you're stuck in that ideal. Then, then yeah, they're going to fight you on it. But if you're just like, okay, no, I just made this. I made this for fun to showcase what I can do. Yes. As an artist. Yeah. You it's could take that to the bank. <laughs> Y'all hear that? What? Yeah. Sound like Jones just activated podcast. Halftime. It happens. The following are the official sponsors of Easy Allies for the month of August. 
Mango. Hoaglaw, business law firm. Whether you're starting a business at level one, stuck fighting the dreaded fundraising boss, or finally cashing out with a well-earned high score, you need a good business lawyer at your side. Rick Hoag started Hoag Law to bring more than a decade of experience to companies like yours and is proud to support the allies. Check them out at www.hoaglaw.com. Scorn, an atmospheric horror adventure developed by Ebb Software, set in a nightmarish universe of odd forms and somber tapestry. Go to scorn-game.com for more information. iKeyless, need a new car key or remote? iKeyless.com has been in the key replacement business since 2002. Check them out today and they can help save you up to 75% off of the dealership's prices. If you type in offer code EZA at checkout, you'll get 15% off of your order. JoJo Dent Co., your friendly automotive dent repair expert. If you're currently an EZA patron and are in the Denver metropolitan area, tweet at FastMower. If you would like to have your minor door dings repaired free of charge. Wow. Jeez. Michael Kozachenko, who is producing video game long-form reviews on YouTube at youtube.com slash mishakos. His latest video that tackles Uncharted 3 is available now for all patrons of patreon.com slash mishakos and live Friday, August 11th for everybody. Iron Harvest, a real-time strategy game for PC, PS4, and Xbox One, currently in development at King Art Games. Join their community and help them bring the alternate reality of 1920-plus to life. L. Thanis. All of these links are available in the description. Thank you to our sponsors. Thank you. You know what I love about, uh, uh, sorry, JoJo Repair? JoJo mm-hmm. Dent Co. JoJo Dent Co. Uh, Fast Mower named that after JoJo. Mm-hmm. After JoJo of JoJo's Bizarre. Probably right? announced that to our community yes. when, he, when, he, when he had started his company. I love that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's badass. Genius. And I, I just want to emphasize the minor. Have your minor door digs. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So you know, some, for free. Come on. Just yeah. imagine that. Yeah, he's yeah, 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 like, <laughs> like wheels the car in like, oh, no, You said free. It's yeah. like, oh, okay, all right. <laughs> yeah, please don't go with a crazy after up door. We'll get to love and respect, but I wanted to cover one more little headline that uh, excites me. Another that's just like, this might not be a big deal to anyone else, but to me, this is huge, and I'm sorry that I ignored it last year. So, Jones, do you remember, I think this was a conversation you and I were having about Spider-Man and how I was hoping the demo for Spider-Man would just be learn how to web learn how to swing webbing and so there's no story there's no anything it's just like get good at, at swinging before the game comes out and that would just be the demo not the stage demo but a demo we all get to play a demo we all get to play that takes place in nowhere basically just Ooh, okay. just walls to learn how to swing oh like a okay. room like a training room like a VR yeah. area or so something. when you okay. play this when you get to the game you hit the ground running I already know how to swing I'm good you know that's what I kind of wanted uh Final Fantasy 15 episode Dusk Sky is kind of that, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Get the mechanics down in a world where it doesn't matter. So when you start a game, hit the ground running. Guess who's been doing that already? NBA 2K. Sick. Yeah. So last year, uh, NBA 2K had this thing called Prelude. NBA 2K 17 Prelude. And they're doing that again. And so what this is, or what it was last year at least, they haven't really announced what it is this year, but it'll probably be very similar. You get to create your character. For the campaign, you get to make your character fully and then play through that person's college career. Uh, and then once you've played through the prelude, you can import that character into the main game. Very cool. Dude, nice. Free Very demo. Cool. cool. I love that. The, That's cool. Creating a character ahead of time, I yes. love for games. Like, I love that. Because I'll do that for days. I'm sorry, can you do that in other games? Create your character ahead of time? I've seen that before. Yeah, can't. Okay. Nothing is jumping to my mind right I now. I can't but think I, of it either. I've yes. definitely seen that before. Yeah. 
I cool. love that kind of thing. I just wanted to say that I, I think it's yeah, genius. That's good work. I'd love to see it in more games. As I said with Spider-Man, uh, I wanted to, I guess, ask the panel if there's other games where you'd like to see this kind of implementation. Oh, the Dragon Ball Fighters, man. So just like, like, like no, no background, no, only a couple characters, but just mm-hmm. to get used to how, like, you know, general characters feel. I get that, Jones, because the beta is going to be rough. The yeah. beta is throwing you into online only. There right. will not be a training mode in the beta. And yeah, exactly. It's hard to get, like, accustomed to it. I dig that. That's cool. But that, like, Marvel versus Capcom background that's just, like, cubes. Yeah. It's kind of like the Danger yeah. Room, you know? It's just, yeah, like, yeah. nothing. It's a very boring area. There's, mm-hmm. like, an area like that. Only yeah. a couple characters mm-hmm. from the roster. Yes. Yeah. That's really good, Jones. I, I dig that. Brad, what would you like a free, just like hit the round, hit the ground running demo of? Man, any game. I take any game, <laughs> yes. any game. Yes. Like that's just a cool thing to have for any game. Even like, like if they made a new Tony Hawk game or something like that. Yes. Just like a, a little tiny skate park or yes. something like that. Uh-huh. Just anything like that. Mm-hmm. So cool. Yeah, that's a really good example, actually. What do you got, Damiani? You're ready to go, baby. Kingdom Hearts three. Well, we kind of have that with um two point eight. Kinda, yeah. That's you, like, gotta, you just yeah. gotta pay. But yeah, you have yeah, to pay right. for you it. Pay. You're, You're totally right. I did pay for that. Just uh, generic world, so it doesn't spoil anything. Just yeah. generic world, mm-hmm. and use generic old enemies. Yes. And but uses new character. One of like Sora, new game, mm-hmm. and you get you get to start using the new abilities to get because all that crazy weapon change. I want to know how to like. Yes. I need to know how that works, and yeah. I don't want to wait till hour ten. Like you finally unlocked all the the, the key transformation. Like no. Let me, let me let me get used to that so you can unlock it way earlier in that game so you can avoid those pacing problems. Yeah. More JRPGs to do that. <laughs> like get you wait, used what? like Final Fantasy games where like not till hour six. You you finally unlock the ability to change party members. It's like Oh sure, I really? Guess you mean. Yeah. Like just give you a more tutorial style demo where it gives you all those features, but in like in a controlled environment mm-hmm. and just let you play it over and over again to get used to it. So when you drop him in the game, you get to answer a question. Have you played the demo? Yes. All right. We're unlocking you all that stuff. You don't have to answer stuff. that question. It's got your loads. It's got your oh, save right there. It, it knows. knows. It knows, It baby. knows. Yes. And you want like, Carbuncle? Oh, yeah, here you go. It's just going. We're just going. <laughs> yes. Oh, I, like I love that. that. I, I, I do. Like, so, yeah, I just really wanted to say two NBA 2K18. Like, bravo. Thank you. Yeah, bravo. 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 And clearly it worked. Clearly they saw enough people import their characters for them yeah, to do it two years cool. in a row. That's cool. It's a cool idea. That's just a cool idea. Wanted to say thanks and, 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 yeah, support that. That's really cool. It is now time for Love and Respect. Love and Respect. Mario Odyssey would be cool, too. Let's just get the moves down. Put me in a big white room. I'm going to get those moves down. They just like, play Mario 64. Oh, <laughs> like those training level areas that like always people always dig out of the Nintendo games, like the Wind Waker one. Yeah. Just, like, those, mm-hmm. just make a Release demo that. of that. Yeah. Like this obstacle course, mm-hmm. like a training room area. Yeah. Woo, Kyle Bossman. Let's do it. <laughs> I, I wonder if what? they don't do stuff like that because they don't want anyone like misrepresenting their game yes. in any way. Yeah. And I mean, we get there a lot. Uh, we get a lot of like, why don't they do demos anymore? And the answers are obvious. It's just you spend so much money on demos these days. Uh, so yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. we realize it's impractical. It's just something we wish for. I would just wish they'd release E3 demos to everybody. Yeah. How cool would that be? You got the oh, demo made. So, again, yeah. you got so it made. It's so expensive, though. It's so expensive I know. and risky. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I get it. I but get it could it. get someone to buy your game. Who knows? Mm-hmm. This will be fun. We have Michael Damiani on the panel, who is the host of Easy Allies' own Nintendo podcast called Friend Code. Hey, allies. What does Reggie actually do? <laughs> 
I was recently rewatching your Nintendo E3 spotlight coverage and Kyle's reaction to Reggie Fizeme's live or weird. Po Sorry, I, I added live weird poetry got me thinking, what does he actually do? From my layman's perspective, it seems all the decisions at Nintendo are made in Japan and that Reggie is essentially a glorified PR person. Is this true? Also, what do you think of big executives in general like Reggie, Sean Layden, Phil Spencer doing the PR events, or sorry, doing the PR at events and in videos? Shouldn't they have better things to do and leave this stuff to an actual PR person? Love and respect, Ulf himself. Um, that last part, I think you need to have your executives front-facing like at those events because it's important for investors. You're the leadership of the company. Sure. Investors put you in those positions. Mm -hmm. They need to see how you perform. That's one of their ways to judge. They can read your body language. You can see like what, what you're selling and stuff. That instills confidence in them about you. It's, one, you. it's one of the facts. It's not the determining factor, but I think it's pretty important. It's why like every single major event, whether it's gaming or, or, or media, any kind of media event, yes. you have executives there. And the I people think who run the company are running those shows. I think that's why earlier in this podcast we heard Jones say EA doesn't have heart. Yeah, it's because he's looking at the people. I, I don't who are get presenting. that vibe. Yeah, from yeah. any of those people. And right. like Reggie can be a goofball sometimes, but like you know, Reggie in, is endeared to the products that he's selling. Like Reggie cares about Nintendo. I get that vibe. Sure. I don't get him just like, well, another job for me. You know, it's like no, I get that vibe sometimes. Sure, maybe a <laughs> little he, bit. When he's like, let's let's play arms right now. Like oh, Reggie, you don't want to play arms. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the arms is on Switch, and I yeah. get a feeling that Reggie's excited about. Oh, the Switch. The Switch. Yeah. Absolutely, I hear you there. I mean, what does he do? He has a, I mean, he does have a marketing background. He came to Nintendo from Pizza Hut, yes, originally, oh. and I believe that he's now the chief operating officer, COO, the coup. The coup? The coup. Reggie's the coup? Yeah. Uh, but he's the head of Nintendo of America, correct? There's yeah. no one at Nintendo of America above Reggie. Yeah. Yes. Um, it used to be, because the current president of all Nintendo used to actually be president of NOA for a little while. Howard Lincoln? No, 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 no. Current president, Kawashima. Or oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and then before that, yeah, there's Howard Lincoln, there's Mr. Arakawa. Um, I forget if there was anyone in between them. Um, but yeah, like Re Re Reggie's like head honcho, but I think he does do more marketing stuff. Uh, uh, helps like he's like where the buck stops for NOA's marketing plans. Like all things probably have to be signed off on him or the team he has picked below him or the the people he trusts to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I think it also has to do like uh, has a lot to do with aligning their marketing strategy with what Japan wants to see. Um, and and but also understanding North America, especially the U.S. and Canada, because that's their market. Uh, understanding what marketing will work to get that. But he also has to worry, obviously, about like the sales figures. They have their sales goals. Japan probably dictates to them, we have the, like, because they put out those financial reports, we see Japan, you know, NA, Europe, rest of the world. Yes. Reggie, like, his, they're responsible for hitting those numbers. So yeah. it's on him to come up with the, the NOA strategy, I feel like, for how they're going to tackle that. I don't think they might go off of stuff that Japan gives them for, for some like input. Like Japan already created these marketing materials. Oh, we'll just reuse them because we think they'll be suitable. I think that's on them to come up with a lot of the marketing stuff because you'll notice historically almost all the commercials for video games in North America from Nintendo are different than their Japanese counterparts. Almost uh, every time. Almost all of them. Yes. They're drastically different. Yeah. So that's all on them. They come up with that stuff and then work with ad, ad agencies to set that up. So I think that's one of the many of the behind-the-scenes things you don't see him doing. Um, he gets a lot of the blame for why X games don't come out in our territory. Like, <coughs> excuse me, 
why didn't you localize that game, Reggie? You're like the head of Nintendo of America. Why? Why isn't? That, why didn't you make Xeno Chronicles, Xenoblade Chronicles come out earlier? Where, mm-hmm. where, that's such an easy decision, Reggie. You said you want to do it. Just do it. I, he doesn't. They. No one at Nintendo America has the say in that. That's Japan. They look at their territories. They're like, all right, um, we want to hit these targets. We in this fiscal year, we think we can achieve it by doing this. They say no to North America. Like in a way, I believe Reggie does presentations to Japan where he's like. We believe these titles will work out best here. Here's why we think so. They he basically has to come up. I'm pretty sure with a whole plan of attack to present to his bosses in Japan, like every quarter or more than that, outlining what Nintendo America is going to do to hit those sales figures. And if they see games that are scheduled for release and they're not already on there, it's up to them to identify like how do we pitch to like Japan. We think this game will do well here. Here's yeah. why. I wonder if that even is even a thing anymore. I wonder if there will ever be a huge RPG in Japan that is not released in the U.S. I think we might be over it's more that. Of the, it's more of the smaller titles, and it still happens. Like um, what? The, I mean, right now, we don't... Uh, just Sorry, it was just confirmed. Uh, not Dragon Quest XI. Uh, the one that just came out, Ever Oasis. There was like some small, I thought, like concern about whether that would come out or not. Originally, I thought not gonna happen, man. All those games are gonna come to the. I mean, US they do, now. but like for every one of those, there's like a was it didn't, wasn't Cinemora one that like took for not Cinemora, uh, uh, Sin and Punishment. Like? Jeez, Sin and Punishment didn't like we didn't get You're to the virtual about that Wii game. That didn't come out for virtual till virtual console. We never got it over here. It's an N64 game. You're talking ancient history. It's a different Nintendo now, baby. I'm talking about like the biggest top. example. Xenoblade was in danger of not coming out yep. here. Yes. Uh, the last, last story. Last story. And yep. uh, the other one, the the third one. Pandora's Tower. Thank you. Pan- yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah. Nice thank you. Brad's Those three were in danger of not coming out. I mean, there are a bunch of like. A bunch of N64 games, a bunch of Super Nintendo games, a bunch of DS games. That I want to hear Switch games, and I want to hear 3DS games. Uh, Switch games, no idea. There's definitely some uh, on the downloadable side that aren't here, I believe. Oh, that are for sure. And to be honest yeah. with you, please don't give me the games, because I'm very aware that there are games in Japan that have not come out uh, in the US. Wii U, we did not. I mean, there's I mean, there's all these al- the alterations. I, I'm yeah. trying to remember a big game. I mean... Uh, Fail Frame Five got heavily changed yeah, yeah. for for us, but I don't think it's a big problem anymore. It's not as big. Oh, yeah, like the, the more not as recent, but like there used yeah. to be like only like four or five years ago, Fire Emblem games like oh crap, they're not even coming out over yes. here. Yeah, like that was a real thing. That mm-hmm. was a real thing. I mean, I might have blown out of proportion for more recently. It's behind us now because I keep saying. forgetting we're like almost so many months into Switch. Like Wii U is old news already. I'm like, whoops, yeah, like we're that far. But um, I do think uh, that because does come up. It's on, and Japan has already like said that we're not going to do that. If NOA doesn't say anything, it's just going to go that way. And I think it's an uphill battle once Japan has made their decision. Even if like Reggie believes, like, wow, this game, like our fans are like Mother Three, our fans are hey, Mother Three, mm-hmm. uh, our fans are clamoring for this game. Japan, they look at this, look at all the support. Japan's like, no. Okay, you know they what? don't even have to give a reason. It's like, no. You There's must your listen. Touche. You found your touche. It's Mother 3. There you go. Yeah, okay. And Brad. I'm sorry, just really quick. Oh, yeah. is that a new question? or No, what's okay. up? Uh, I always imagine Reggie's in charge of, like, Nintendo World Championship and, like, the Splatoon. I would call that marketing. Uh, I think that's part of marketing. Sure, yeah. but that's a big job. I mean, that's yeah. a that's a that's a big project that I imagine Japan has very little to do with. They're kind of oh, like, yeah. hey, we'll do it, yeah. and then he's the one that plans like, like the when it happens, where it happens. I do get the impression that, uh, like, if NOA was ever, like, it, like, if NOA ever said, like, hey, we have a game idea. Nintendo of Japan would be like, haha, no. If NOA would say like, we we have a really small cool idea for a game, they'd be like, retro. They used to have they used to have NST, 
So they used to have... What is NST? The people who made games during like the N64 GameCube era for uh, Western-based uh, Nintendo, Nintendo Software Technology. Uh, they made, like, oh. uh, what's it, Griffey, King Griffey Jr.'s Baseball? Okay. Uh, uh, is, I'm, I'm blanking on everything right now, but they were not, like, NOA, like, worked with them. Okay, like, I think cool. they had some Japanese oversight, but sure, sure. that was a time when they had more say. Like, say, Retro, I think, has oversight from Japan, though, now. Absolutely. Like, yeah, NOA yeah. can just say, hey, Retro, go make this game. Like, Japan's like, uh, what, what? No, that not, that's not how it works. Yeah. Um, I think some of the stuff, though, with, like, in t- those events... I think they have a dedicated like events team within their marketing team. I, I, he obviously probably like sign like approves all of that. Right, yeah, yeah, I yeah. don't think he comes up with the actual like let's do Nintendo World Championships this year. His teams pitch them like, hey, we have this little bit of a get. We got we got rabbits. Then we got Mario Odyssey, and we have like Fireman probably somewhere between there. We need to bridge that, and we don't have a, re- a release, a big release. I want something that's gonna excite people. What do you got for me? And they come up there and someone's like, wait. Why don't we just do Nintendo World Championships again? Yeah. And you what do you got for me? Yeah. This impression of Reggie, man. What do you got for I'm me? I'm not doing an impression of Reggie. I'm doing an yeah, impression yeah. of like any executive who's sure, like, sure, sure. hey, like, I mean, I can't talk about specifics, but I've been in those type of meetings before mm-hmm. where it's like, we need a kind of tentpole event around this thing. Yeah. It's on us to come up with it. What are the ideas? You have the idea meeting. Then you usually have a team that picks like what are the best ideas. Then those go to the higher ups. Like, which of these do you like? I like this, this, and this. Send it back down and like have them elaborate on those a little bit more. Send it back up. They pick one or two they like and they're like, all right, team, here's here's what everyone's responsible for. Execute on this now. Crazy. And Reggie's probably at the part where it's like, here's the final presentation. Let's go over it to make sure it looks good and everything. Yeah. But he's also, I mean, again, like he's still a very forward facing person. He's yes. in the direct still. He's in the E3 spot, like in that weird virtual house thing, saying. If the game's not fun, <laughs> yeah. Some of my favorite Jeff Keighley interviews ever are with Reggie because Keeley just yeah. you know will go right at people and be like, "I know you're not supposed to announce this thing. I know you don't want me to ask this question. I'm still gonna ask it." Yeah. And Reggie's just bulletproof, man. Like he yeah. just you can you know throw anything at me. I don't care. But I will I redirect do. you in whatever direction I want. Yeah, he's cool. He works with influencers. Brad. <laughs> yes. Could a man named Reggie ever be? Less successful than a man named Reginald. I'm sorry. Is this a meme right now? Not just kind of or like a, a bit. Just a are you pon- throwing more bits at me right just now? Just a ponderous question. Sure. Just, just pondering. Sure. Jeez. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, God. Don't you think he's? Don't you think we like him because his name is Reggie though? Uh, no. If I, his name was Reginald Fizeme, I don't think he'd be where he is. I think that'd be funnier. I mean, isn't that ponderous? Reggie's definitely more playful. Yes. He, he has a unique. Full name, I think that hell. I don't think his first name. I mean, Reggie plays into. I think Reggie Fiza May. Like it flows better. It's a good name. I mean, his whole name is really unique, so it stands yeah. out. Mm-hmm. But I mean, there's no doubt. Like his first public or major public appearance at that E3. What do you say? Uh, he goes, "Hi, my name is Reggie. I'm here to take names and kick ass, or whatever, or play games or kick ass." So I'm getting it kind of right. But he said, "Kick ass." It was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> Someone Nintendo press conference said, "Like kick ass or something." I think it was, Whoa. and I'm about two things. Think, yeah. yeah, I think that's what it was. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, whoa, Edge yeah. Nintendo, what man, you, like, yeah, but coming wait, out there? Yeah, they said the A word. Yeah, it was that, dude. It was it was weird. Oh, my God. Yeah, he wouldn't do that today, but yeah, that was crazy. Well, but also, like, there was that Mega64 video where they, like, took him over and made, yeah. like, Reggie Bot, you know, and, like, oh, he, yeah. like, walked in the room, like... Jones, he, that was a Nintendo video. Yeah. yeah they, they commissioned yeah, Mega64 yeah, yeah. to make their E3 promos. How crazy was that? But that's what makes me think yes. about World Championship, is they, they kind of put him in the role of, like, again, approving all of those things and deciding, like, what yeah. we were going to do at E3. So, like, yeah. I, you know, 
obviously they made up that scene, but there might be a little grain of truth there as far as getting a vibe of how meetings work there and how everyone looks up to Reggie and the approvals they need from him. I got a fun game I want to play. What's up, Damiani? I was going to say, like, yeah, I hope people don't underestimate the amount of... Because it sounded like the, per, the person asked the question, like, what does he do? Like, he doesn't do anything behind the scenes. Like, he works hard. The amount of stuff that, like, that they do yeah. on a daily basis, like Nintendo Minute, like, all that stuff, like, that all has to go through, like, the pipeline to be approved and stuff and be, like, oversight and, like, every like everything you just said about, like, those stuff, like, that has to go up to him at some point. Mm-hmm. And you have all those meetings and stuff. Like, the dude probably spends the majority of his time in freaking meetings. With, sure. like, oh, yeah. with people. Think probably about, most of his days in meetings. Think about the how many emails that guy probably gets. Thousands. Thousands. Never ends, dude. Thousands. He's probably traveling a lot. Probably a Just lot tired of Just all the time. Going to Japan Misses all the time. Family. Oh, yeah. You yeah. got to go to Japan. Do you think he gets one of those those airplanes that has the beds in them? The Jennifer Aniston planes? You oh, sure. bet he does. He's okay. Reggie. He yeah, needs that. Okay. He's got a Reggie's baller. He rents all out right. the, all first class for himself. Okay, great. Well, actually, he probably has a private jet. If we're being real, that Pokemon plane. He's, is got, his. he's got his own he's little Pokemon the po- plane. The Pikachu plane. He's yes. flying he over probably, there. Yeah. If he saw you like playing a Vita, he'd like make you sit and coach or something like yeah. that. <laughs> Bring me the Snorlax below. Uh, I have a game. This is a really fun game. Hi, allies. A quick game for you all. You will hear a hilarious bullet point from the back of a box for a dumb tie-in game. Okay. You will then hear three options for the name of the game, and it's or it's advertising. Pick the right one. Okay. All right, we're going to start with an easy one, okay? Here's a bullet point on the back of the box. Realistic depiction of facial deformation and bruising. Is it Fight Club, The Warriors, or Peter Jackson's King Kong, the official game of the movie? Fight Club gets my vote. Yes, yes. Yeah, it it's Fight Club. Fight Club. Yep. I was going to say Fight Night Round like, 2 or whatever. Yeah, I'm yeah. trying to imagine that for, like, King Kong or oh, something. Oh, yeah, I know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, face Facial weird. deformation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, King Kong, what have they done to you? Okay, uh, Jones, you get the point for getting that first. Nice, Jones. Ride the wild river rapids and take a trip on a runaway roller coaster. Is that A, Disney's Tarzan Untamed, B, Disney's The Emperor's New Groove, or C, Disney's Aladdin in Nasira's Revenge. It's gotta be Tarzan. Emperor's right? New Groove. It's Emperor's New Groove. Rapids? Oh. Yeah. Rapids? I don't remember Rapids. Man. That's what he goes over when he turns into the different form at the beginning yeah. of the Yeah, and Runaway Roller Coaster, Brad. Well, Tarzan like slides on those like tree yeah. branches. Like that was the only one on that I was like. Mm-hmm. We're talking about a literal roller coaster here. This sucks. Oh. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> so we got a point for Damiani, point for Jones, zero points for Bradley Ellis. Here's your chance to catch up. High resolution textures, fast <laughs> frame rate, and amazing view distances make this the best looking POV game on PlayStation. Wow. Is that a? 007, The World Is Not Enough, B, Alien Resurrection, or C, Mission Impossible. Uh, I vote A. You win, Jones. Ah. 007, The World Is Not Enough. High-resolution textures, fast frame rate, and amazing view distance. just old enough for them to slip that POV. I want to see what it looks like. I want to see what it looks like. That's a good point, Jones. Yeah, I think they're directly comparing themselves to Goldeneye. Us too. Yeah, yeah. We're great. We have. But well, what's hilarious there. is Tomorrow Never Dies came out before World Is Not Enough, so that was the sequel to the sequel to Goldeneye. Whoa, Wait, what? Uh, yeah. Hold Tomorrow on. Never Dies was the follow-up. Nightfire might have actually come out before World Is Not Enough too. 
So. No way. The world of no- the world is not enough is like right after Goldeneye. No, Tomorrow Never Dies is the sequel to Tomorrow Never Dies was the, the immediate follow up to Goldeneye, and then World's Not Enough was uh, the one after that. Okay, help me sing the songs. So what is so Goldeneye is the space station, right? Is it's the the it's satellite. satellite. Dish. That's yeah, the satellite. Okay, has. and then the next one is Tomorrow Never Dies, which is what? Uh, that's the Jonathan Price media mogul. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Had, uh, Terry Hatcher. And big yeah. Oh, and they're like the, in Taiwan or something? And, uh, yeah. The gal from Cr- uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Yeah. Sure. I remember her name. Okay, so that's no, the Michelle second Yeo. one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, nice. The World Enough is the military base at the beginning. Where with what's ca- his name from Train Spotting, with a bullet in his head and he can't feel pain. But oh, it's like yeah. going to kill him someday and uh-huh. he's all raging out. Yes. He gets captured at the beginning. Which one is the one with the ice hotel? That's the. Uh, Dying of the, the Day, which is after Worlds Not Enough. What's the one where he's like snow or like surfing in the water with like a. Parachute thing. Uh, uh, die another day. Man. Okay. Da, na, 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 na. That, that's the theme. Oh. <laughs> Kyle doesn't know anything about like, double seven. I think I'll die another day. Oh, here we go. It's not my time to go. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so the world is not enough. Who sings that one? I don't know. Two people sang Tomorrow Never Dies. Actually. Which one's garbage? Which one's the one that was garbage? Uh, the band might garbage? have been World is Not Enough. Okay. Maybe. All right. Okay. You know what? We really hit the brakes on this game. <laughs> Battle fierce bosses with pies. Is that <laughs> Scooby doing the cyber chase? Is that Bugs Bunny lost in time? Or is that Dexter's Laboratory, Mandark's Lab? Um, hey. That is correct. It is yeah. Scooby doing the cyber yeah. chase. Because I played Bugs Bunny lost in time. You don't do that. I knew it. From experience. From experience. And you got Pies is not really Dexter's lab. He would be like a mech or something. Really good, Brad. Really good process of elimination there. Final question. This is somebody's chance to tie Jones or Jones's chance to run away with it. Quit gopping over the dreamy scenery, the awesome animation, and most savory sound around is that Eminem's Shell Shocked, Sneak King, or Cool Spot? Sneak King. Cool Spot. A. It is Cool Spot. Yeah! Damn! <laughs> Love and respect to Dominic. That sounds like a Burger King description when they're super full of themselves. No, savory, Sneak King, yeah, I would Sneak have said had really good advertising, actually. They were very. Yeah, good. Burger King thought they were on top of the world. They now did. they're like in big time trouble. Are they in big time trouble? Yeah, they've closed so many Burger Kings, dude. Brad, I didn't know about this. What's yeah. going on? Come on, Whoa. man. Yeah, it's been a while, dude. Burger King's not doing as hot as it used to be. Oh, you no. Take that to yeah. the bank. Get What's rid your, of those. Did you say, Jones? You can take, take that, that to the bank. Is that what you said? <laughs> 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 That's very good. Uh, you get yes. double points for that, my man. That was very, very good. Ching, ching. <laughs> I didn't know. Every Burger King that was around me is gone. Oh. They're all gone. Wow. Oh, there's one by me that's still open. It's a franchise one for now. Burger King whack nah, fries. You know what? Your fries are whack. Whoa. Yeah, their fries kind of stink. Yeah, I haven't had Burger King. In a Burger long King is time, not right? the greatest. Oh, well, it's not the good. greatest. Yeah, it's, it's not top tier. And you know what else? When, you know what else? They what? got a, they got a milkshake that's got Fruit Loops in it. Oh gosh, please! They do weird. It's Cheeto, not good. Cheeto it's stuff. Not good. They're Did doing the it? gimmick yes. stuff. They need to stop. Oh yeah, yeah Cheeto fries. They need that's to stop. That ain't right. It's like it's like taking a milkshake with little wet pieces of bread in it. Oh come on, come on, BK. That's almost as bad as the Captain Crunch Frappuccino at Starbucks. Yeah, that's a secret menu. Not that kind of thing. Ooh, that's a secret menu. As long as we're talking about fast food, I'm surprised none of you. There's no talk amongst the allies of the Taco Bell restaurant that opened in Los Angeles. Oh yeah, about that. Test Kitchen Taco Bell. Like the upscale one, or they make better stuff. Upscale Taco Bell. That where they roll out all of the fancy mm. stuff that they're going to roll out at, at like a you know nationwide. 
but it, like it premieres at this special like Jones, upscale Taco Bell Jones, in LA. I've tested the food in the Taco Bell HQ, dude. Right. Nothing right. lives up to that, man. Yeah, I got to this. test the stuff before it even came out, and saying. it did some stuff didn't. Right, come the Taco out. Bell HQ isn't in California. Is are you under? Brad, are you under? Are you under NDA? Can you tell us about canceled Taco Bell? They had some coffee I had that never came out like around. Whoa, specific kind. Ooh, nice. pretty Look at this. It's been a while since I did it, but yeah, dude, a lot of the, there was like a lot of things like that around me. Like I tested a video game one time. Uh huh. It was a uh, Mark Echo Contents Under Pressure. Yeah. Where I like played through it, and I was like, this sucks. And yeah. I, like changed a lot of stuff, and the game came out, and it was like good. Well, yeah. it was, people people said it was good game, like uh-huh. eights when I saw it come out. Oh, okay. But when I played, it was pretty rough. Yeah. So, it so worked. you're saying you made the game better? I made a better game. Nice, wow. Brad. Work at a food restaurant. You know what? <laughs> we kind of spent all of our time for love and respect. Mm-hmm. No, let's do a quick one. Yeah, that's a quick one. That's a quick one. Quick one. I got yeah, a quick one. It's okay. early yet. Okay. This one starts quick one. Here we go. Okay. Ooh, but it is not a quick topic. We're going to see how we do this. Okay. Help us. Quick one. What do you think the chances are of us getting a Majora's Mask style sequel to Breath of the Wild in the next couple of years? Captain. Kino Pio. What do you mean? Like, uh, yeah, I wish they would have elaborated like, on what they the assets meant. of it or something. Or yeah, like a exactly. quick, a quick same world direct continuation. Same engine. That's the DLC. Yeah. I don't think you'll that, see. Uh, Maybe the same engine in the next game, but that came up as a so. Uh, I wonder if they got inspired by the gaff thread about that. There's was there a, a gaff thread asking why doesn't Nintendo with the last few Zeldas just reuse the assets of the existing game mm-hmm. and just make a quick sequel? Pull an Ezio. And and they yeah, they said like you, because you did it with Majora's Mask. Yeah. For those people who don't know, Majora's Mask, uh, when Ocarina Time finished, uh, Shigeru Miyamoto went up to a series producer AJ Anuma and said, "I'm gonna give you a challenge. I would like you to develop a new Zelda in under two years." In but one here, year, you get one year. No, he said yes. under two years. Under two years. I'm gonna fact check this. this. Is one year. And he said, "Can you? Here's the thing. You can reuse the assets from Ocarina Time. I'll give you that." Yep. But it needs to be a new game. You can't you can't just make it set in the same high rule yes. and that. It's gonna be a new game. You can reuse the assets. I want it out in less than two years. And you got Majora's Mask. And that is one of the pe- people's biggest arguments for, you know, how do you produce a diamond? You know, pressure. Under pressure, people like gem you know, that's how sometimes good games can come out of like intense pressure. Like those those aren't the best situations, like the the crunch and stuff, but sometimes it forces people to focus and like, re- like focus on what really matters about the game. Like, what are the good points of this game? Helps you already made the first game, but like, you, you did all the work. Why not make a sequel off it? And Nintendo hasn't really been doing that with Zelda games. Now, you can argue that like they took the Wind Waker's base engine, modified it a lot. That's how you got the Wind Waker, and then you could see I'm sorry what or the take the Wind Waker's engine and got was Twilight heavily Princess. modified. And st- was the basis for Twilight Princess. Yes, they were actually making the Wind Waker two. Scrap that. Took that stuff because you can see some of the elements. Wait, the breaks here. What they were making Wind Waker two? Where have you guys? What? What do you mean? This is there not general whole, knowledge. This there is was, not general there knowledge. There was a GDC presentation the year after the Wind Waker came out that listed the Wind Waker two in development, and that was in development Dude, until I didn't even they, know about GDC until E3, like until E3 2004, right what? after GDC, where they're like they got enough feedback from Nintendo of America. They had a feedback session with all their Nintendo subsidiaries, and they're like, all right. The Wind Waker sold okay, <laughs> but we noticed it didn't sell well in some territories, specifically North America. A lot That's of sixteen-year-old boys want a serious Zelda. So, so Nintendo then they of America, America in the nicest way, said, "We're 
we hate to say this to you, but the visuals were a turnoff to a lot of the demographic you were going for for this game uh, at the time. Uh, we feel that a more realistic looking Zelda will sell better. Uh, and what? that is why they canceled whatever they were working on. There, I don't think there's been anything released of what the Wind Waker 2 looked like. In six years, we'll get the GameCube Mini. And then they'll release Wind Waker 2 yes, on like it. Yeah, like Star Fox 2. Yeah. They probably made the whole game. It's finished. Oh, totally. It's finished in that Nintendo vault right I'm, now. I'm pretty positive. But anyway, <laughs> outside, basically, outside of like claims that they reused parts of an engine, they've yeah. never done what they've done with Majora's Mask in Every a game. long, long time. Almost Except for the decades. DS games. Oh, yeah. But those, uh, we're talking about like the big console uh, Did ones. they do that with Galaxy? The Galaxy uh, games? Galaxy did that's it. That's a good point. But that's yeah, a different Brad. development team. Well done. Um, but the Zelda team has not done that with a big console game because Breath of the Wild took so long mm -hmm. and they've said it's going to be... A few years so you see the next 3D console Zelda games. Yeah. People asking, why can't you just reuse the assets in Breath of the Wild? Even be set, we'll even take being set in the same world, just rearrange stuff. Get it out faster. Why can't you do that? Like, why do we have to wait another four or five years? People want to see a new Zelda every two, three years. I think that's what they're asking about. Yes. I think um, Nintendo likes to reinvent Zelda all yes. the time. I think so too, Brad. I think they keep going on that. Like, yeah. why do you think they, they want Because they're that? always different. They've yeah. recently always been a huge step in a different direction every single Zelda. Like, you go from Wind Waker to Twilight Princess, mm -hmm. huge difference. And then you go to Breath of the Wild and Skyward Sword, they're all way different. Yeah. I almost feel like it's a point of pride. I feel like it's a, it's a jewel in the crown, you know? It it's, also makes it a spectacle each time a new Zelda yeah, game Yeah, it makes it a big house. deal. Yeah. If they start, my fear is, I understand people want to play good Zelda games faster. Absolutely. But is the one series that, like, I, I will visibly be distraught about delays but deep down i'm like you know this is for the better you know this is how it always works with this series give them the time they need they'll give you a game you might not agree with all the points about it but it'll be a pretty damn good game and i don't want them to give that up for the co the big console release zeldas i'm fine with a four or five year development cycle for the big ones yeah they just got to fill in the gaps with like the other like the other ones like the handheld ones or the more traditional 2D style or so you know, let me ask you this thing because I, I actually agree with you and I think it'd be almost absurd to say that there are good chances of a Breath of the Wild esque because they've directly said it'll be a while Nintendo has said it'll be a while we're gonna look at yeah. those ideas from Breath of the Wild but the sequel's a long yeah. time ago so there was a team uh, that has been making handheld 3DS Zelda games do you think that there's a chance we'll see that within the next two years. A, a oh. handheld esque Zelda game for the Switch. You'll you'll either yeah you'll yes. you'll either see uh, a new Zelda design developed in this engine of what Ocarina Time or Majora's Max 3D used, or a Link Between Worlds engine reused again. It'll be one of those two things. Sure. It'll, because they I think did, it'll be tough because they did Triforce Heroes and that yeah. is only Between Worlds engine. It's yeah. the graphics engine used in that same site. Everything looks the same. Um, just different setting. I think if you use the Ocarina engine, you run the risk of it just looking bad compared to Breath of the Wild. And so that's why I think they might just go strictly top down. Um, I mean, I guess it'll be different if it's not on the 3DS, if it's on the Switch because that screen's bigger. Yeah. I think on the 3DS's screen it worked because it looked it's really small so the resolution looks, that small resolution looks nice. makes it look really nice. Yeah. I think they could have got away with that on that. I think you're right. It'll just draw comparisons to that. So I think you'll get a more traditional... And it'll, stylistically, it'll be a lot different. It'll be like a more traditional, old-school style Zelda. Because there were some complaints about Breath of the Wild in that people... They th missed linearity. Th they, they loved yeah. what it did new, but they're like, that's you could have been not Zelda. You could have done this something else, not Zelda. Can I get back my old Zelda and but still have this as well? That might be where that uh, they scratch that itch, is with that. Yeah. 
Uh, Brad, you love Breath of the Wild, right? Sure do. Would you love a game next year that's like same engine, but a different story? Uh, just Zelda? Yeah. I don't know, man. It just depends how good it is. Sure. I mean, Majora's Mask is really, really good. Yes. I mean, that's hard to replicate. I, I don't. I wouldn't want it like in the same world, though. The same exact Hyrule. Mm-hmm. Like, I like Majora's Mask because it's a completely new area. Yeah. I love that a lot. I wouldn't want to be in the same Hyrule field again. Yes. Maybe if he goes off to like a new land or something like that, I'd be like, oh, cool. Sure. And there's a Zora band. Sure. Love Zora band was dope. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if they're going, if the question's more about like thematically, I mean, Majora's Mask was pretty different from what Ocarina of Time it was, was doing. Uh, I yeah. always, I always see them as two sides of the same coin. Yeah. That like, the the the, the reason to love Ocarina of Time is like how big that world is and how much you're constantly going out and exploring new giant areas. Mm-hmm. And Majora's Mask is like feels a little bit smaller, a little more intimate, but yeah. there's so much more going on in that town. Like you go into the main town and in, in you know Ocarina of Time, and there's like a dozen people, you know, just kind of walking around doing like really can you know re- repetitive animations. Fixing there is stuff. a time of day that changes, but like once you get in there, it's just kind of like puppets b- bouncing back and forth. Whereas you go into uh, Majora's Mask, and there's patterns and people that you recognize, and you know they wake up at certain times and travel in specific directions, and you know, but you don't necessarily get the the breadth, the world. You know, Pona's not in it. There's big things you miss from Ocarina of Time, but. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I play either game thinking about the other one and how great it is, and not just like, oh, I clearly like that one better. What's weird Pun about Breath of the Wild, though, and its engine in, and its mechanics is they kind of, to me, work in that open-air environment. Mm-hmm. It's not appealing. If you, if you want to make that world that Jones is just talking about, that city, why use Breath of the Wild? Why use that that engine? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I feel like it'd be wasted on a game where it's just in a city because you can't do interesting... Well, it doesn't you know, have to be just in a city. Like, Think of the mechanics they can use inside, with the physics alone, inside an actual dungeon. Like, if the dungeons were designed like the traditional Zelda dungeons and not necessarily just the shrines. Okay, you sold me right. That'd be great. Like, yeah. if we got Breath of the Wild in yeah. a new area with Link and, yeah. like, traditional dungeons, 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Did you say opponent was in Majora's Mask? Oh, yeah, 100%. 100%. Oh. So it's an opening. Yeah. Opening the game. Right, but yeah, then she, like, throws you off and the, then you... I think you get it back. You get her back in the Romani Ranch. Yeah, you get her back. Oh, yeah, okay, You sorry. get the Crimean Romani. You do the sister... And those UFOs, man. Yeah. After you say, after you protect Crimea mm-hmm. or, or Romani from the UFO invasion, yeah, you get to you get opponent for that. Nice. I yeah. think yeah. their DLC is kind of the answer to that, though. Too, I think so too. Because that right? was not sure. something of the past. Yeah, like they're continuing this story in this little world. Like they have the assets. They're like, okay, let's just add a little more to it. Mm-hmm. So if they depends if they want to make a brand new thing, I think they should use this engine again, maybe improve it. Yeah, because it's great. The physics were great. Combat was like really good compared to past Zelda's. After E3, I was assuming the worst about the DLC, but the brief flashes they showed of it, what was that? Was it at a concert or was that some sort of event uh, where they showed basically three cutscenes uh, of the new DLC? What was that, Don? Oh, uh, was it an event in Europe? Um, yeah, I forget. Yeah. It wasn't a concert. You're thinking King, Kim Hart's was concerts where they showed You're the new right. trailer. Yep, yep, yep. There was a, a convention in France, Spain, somewhere in Europe, I believe, that they showed off yeah. Uh, clips of the, I think it was Japan Expo, maybe. They shut off new in-development clips yeah. of the DLC. Cool. And yeah. so I think Brad's statement is actually probably the most correct. We should have just skipped to that. Is if you were looking for what that game would be, that Majora's Mask, it might just be the DLC. Mm-hmm. It might just be that. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. A quick one indeed. Yeah. Uh, let's do bets. It's time for bets. Uh, last week. No, we're doing next week's bet first. On next Tuesday, the 15th of August, Sonic Mania will be released. A, a, a certified Pop-Tart. 
Uh, what we are voting on is how long the end credits will be. Jones, how long are those end credits going to be? Three minutes, 22 seconds. Michael Damiani. One minute and 50 seconds. Oh. Bradley Ellis. Three minutes, 30 seconds. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh, oh. my goodness. Uh, my bet is three minutes and 41 seconds. No. <laughs> we are God. on top of each other. Damn. Bunk bed. And then Don's vote is four minutes and 35 seconds. Take the high road, Take the high road, Don. 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 So you got the, the high, high, baby. Let me lock those in. Last week, we bet about Lawbreakers, which released today, August 8th, on PC and PS4. How many times in the 10 most recent reviews on Open Critic will I find the word Overwatch? <laughs> Jones, you bet 20 times. Yeah. Ben bet 5. Ian bet 16. I bet 6. Don bet 7. All right, first off, how many reviews do you think I found for Overwatch today on OpenCritic.com? Zero. Overwatch? Overwatch. Sorry, uh, for uh, uh, Lawbreakers. Zero? I found one review. One review. Who yeah. was it? Uh, hardcore Gamer. Whoa. Hardcore Gamer got go. the review that's, out that's, by the end of the day. That's why they got yeah, the name. Hardcore. Hardcore. They're on it. Seems a little fast. Game just came out. You're ready. Play a few matches. You got it. Oh, How hard can it be? I mean, oh, test the network and everything. Make sure that's all. I old. can write a review all in right. five minutes, all right. Brad. All right. All right. The all right. guy who doesn't write reviews, I go. You, you play a game for Kyle, half hour. Kyle I get Kyle it. claims this. Right. So. Jones, tell me, tell me you don't know if a game is a five or a four in a half hour. By definition for review, you don't know anything about a game until you finish it. I got, I got, a, I got a cup of piping hot coffee here that's got your I don't face get, look, I don't, I don't get right. how, why it's hard to play it. I don't get why it's hard to write it. I don't get why it's hard to review it and edit it. It's just like, why does it take so long? I don't get it. <laughs> Damn. Here, here, he's have, not as good as you, Damiani, but he's good. <laughs> have a McJolly, Kyle. <laughs> that's pretty funny. <laughs> Extra large. <laughs> Extra large McJolly. Uh, hardcore Gamer mentioned Overwatch Four times in that one yeah, review. Yeah, see, that's why I bet 20, yes. baby. The oh, 20 was God, a smart bet, Jones. Oh. Oh, but, yeah, as we just said, only one review. So, uh, Ben wins with a bet of five. Yeah, Ben. Yeah. Um, four times in one review. Can you believe that? I can. Yes. Like, easily. I can. You called it. Jones, you I called can. it. Yeah. Uh, what we didn't call is that, of course, why would people get there? I, here's what got, I got confused by. I knew Brad was doing an event last week. I thought that was a review event. Mm -hmm. Just a preview event. Preview, maybe, slash and that's review. that. The, the, yeah. the Kyle confusion variable is something I you guess you could technically. Yeah, I don't understand how people can confuse that. For Kyle I mean, to just get bets so straight wrong. Why is it just on me? Why is it like anyone else could have realized that it'd be hard to review that game in one day? No preview. It's a preview event. How, how can you mistake a preview event? I, mean, oh, I just heard Brad's gonna go play Overwatch. It was a very Lawbreakers. It was a very confusing event to me. I don't understand how people can get Overwatch and Lawbreakers confused. Lawbreakers is a new game right now. I mean, it takes five minutes to know the difference. So bad. So bad. Anyway, that brings our score to Purple Platypie 13. <laughs> Red Eagles 19. Ka -ka. You two are the best, yeah, by the just way. Just the best, yes. man. You don't know. You don't know it's the other, two, we the other teams. We yeah. brought the effigy. Mm -hmm. We yeah. did it. We were in the Nargrol dealing with the BS. We are the purple one. Everyone else is just bad at that. Let's talk about let's talk about easy allies. What, Jones? Nothing. I, just, I, I was curious what word that was going to be instead of easy allies. Can I go back real quick? <laughs> yes. For that review, I yeah. could see how a review could be out for that game because yeah. they probably had a. De I had a decent amount of hand time, hands on with it. Yeah. So I could see how it. Brett, just out. write your review already, dude. Yeah. No. <laughs> how many stars is it? Just no. tell me. <laughs> I don't know yet. 
between <laughs> zero and five. Yeah. I need right. to play more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just to be clear to anyone who may have been confused, I am being facetious. I know it takes a long time to play through a game, critique it, and edit it. Yeah, just I'm playing around. Uh, just e- joshing. Easy Allies is not just a podcast every week. That we actually do reviews, as Brad just stated. He's doing the uh, the Lawbreakers review. Uh, and we do many reviews, and we do previews. Dino Crisis coming for me. This, oh, not Dino Crisis. Dino oh, Frontier. I was about to say. Oh, 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 I, was, I was like, wait, did Dino, Dino Crisis? Like, did you leak something? Did leak something? got the scoops. <laughs> Dino Frontier. Uh, PSVR. It's Red Redemption 2 all over again. Okay, great. All right. Uh... Yeah, exactly. Our first ever VR review, which is cool. Yeah, uh, yeah we do many podcasts, actually. We do live streams. We play video games all the time. Uh, and so, yeah, if you want to see what Easy Allies is all about, I would recommend Googling Easy Allies and going right there straight to easyallies.com, uh, where you can sign, find all the videos we post and organize in, in a certain fashion. Uh, and also our schedule, our, our stream schedule, but also the, our show schedule, our series schedule, our programming schedule, all in your time zone. Pretty cool website. And then you may also want to check out patreon.com slash easy allies, which is how we are supported. And you can support us through that website so we can continue to do all the things that we do. Cool. Right. Uh, Brad, how did you do on your goal this week? How many yawns? I f- that I can recall zero yawns. I, I, Brad, I counted zero yawns. Okay. Yeah. Great Yo, job. Sh- Damiani, how did you do with integrating McJolly? naturally into a conversation well, you you conjured it up big time bud <laughs> i conjured it up big time bud <laughs> jones how'd you do with integrating the phrase and you can take that to the bank i got in there twice second one was way better mm-hmm. yeah that second one man yeah, yeah. and the voice too the you gotta think about the voice and i passed the flying colors and being ponderous i would have to say mm-hmm. yeah and so i think we all did pretty well this week it so is not that kyle feels himself segment just coming back <laughs> It was really funny. Uh, uh, there was the most liked comment last week was uh, on YouTube. Why'd they forget about Senron Kagura Peach Beach Splash? <laughs> is Kyle afraid of being sexual? I played and so like, that was the most popular thread. Is like, he just doesn't want to bring it up because it's too sexy. I know it. And so, Brad, I was going to do uh, Love in the Club just to prove that I'm not afraid to be sexual. I'm a very sexual person, everyone. Yeah, I steam sexiness yeah. into any room I walk into. It's why I sit so far from you on the podcast. Yes. To be honest, it's just a fragrance that just pours the out aroma. of me. Aroma, pheromones, big time. Please, afraid to be sexual? How dare you? Anyway, Brad, let's just hand over the microphone to you. I've had it for much too long mm. uh, because you are in the Ben seat. Oh, oh no, 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 Damiani's in the oh, Ben seat. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, Brad. I'm sorry, man. Because oh. we, we all want the, the general hugs. We all want the general hugs. Sure. Yeah. I have the right to do that. Yeah, okay. I all right, final word. Nice. So, no, no, you don't have the right he to do just, that. He oh, just... No. Oh, no. I don't think that's been done before. Oh, Damiani. Shut down. Damiani, down. Damiani gets the final word. He's yeah. in the seat. So, I'm just going to have Brad whisper what he yeah, wants to right. say. So, Damiani... Oh, we can do that. You get to share your Twitter handle with the world. Yeah, if Brad whispers something and you agree with it, that can be your final word. You're the final word on anything you want to reiterate, anything you've disagreed with in the entirety of this podcast. You get to promote any Easy Allies video you would like to promote, and you get to sign off with your trademark. Oh, sign man, off. You missed that Brad sign off. Yeah. Uh, you can follow me at MB Damiani on Twitter. Uh, video I want to. How pro- do you spell Damiani? D A M I A N I. 
delay. That delay, man. How do I spell my name? <laughs> There's a delay. Yeah. Uh, N- uh, N- no, I was emphas- no, I emphasize the N because people always think I say M. Damiami. So usually, I, spell, I usually use the code thing like D, D is in dog, A, M is in Mary, I, A, N is in Nancy, I. Because that's how my Whoa. mom always did yeah, it. Yeah, you rattled that off. Yeah, because my mom always did that when I was young. Yeah. When people ask how they spell your name, so we, well, my brothers and I, I think I don't know if they still do it, but like it just rubbed off on me. Like, yeah, just do mm. it. Right. Uh, video. Yes. So we just did fifty-hour mega live stream well from well the beach, yes. easy living. I want to give a shout out to all the videos are really good, but I want to give a shout out to one because it proved a point. I think, and I think everyone who watched it realizes that point. So if you haven't seen it yet, you need to believe in this. You need to watch this guy right here, Mr. Bradley Ellis, playing through Yakuza Zero mm. for for the just. If you don't like the gameplay, that's cool. Pay attention to the story, please. It's like listen to the conversations because look at those faces. I think everyone walked out of that room like. Even if I don't want to play that game, I want to go watch a playthrough now immediately because I want to know how this unfolds. I want to know the story. Mm-hmm. And I think I saw every comment being like, yo, I need to play or watch Accusa Zero like now. Like Ben's been preaching it all this time and Huber and Brad like on Frame Trap. But yeah. it's like it's the real deal. I've got a question, though, is how can we hop into Zero now when Kiwami is so close? Like, I think I'm honestly because I'm going to Zero watch- takes place before Kiwami. Yeah. yeah well- story. Yakuza. Yakuza. I'm building up like yes. the story it's about here. story. Yeah. A yeah. lot of it. I'm, I'm Follow saying, the story. Yeah. You're not jumping it. into Empire Strikes Back before a new hope. I can. I can if I want You can to. and I you should want to. You could do whatever you want, but you shouldn't. You should respect the source material. Um so uh Hey Brad, I want you to say something that's on your mind right now. <laughs> um and then maybe I'll agree with it. No, no, no. I want Brad to whisper no, it. No, no, no. Yeah, if you're gonna I, do I a, if you're gonna play question. this trick, if you're gonna play I this trick, it has you, to be a game of telephone. There's something on your mind right no, no, now. No, Brad, Brad, whisper it. I'm Brad very curious. You what have it is. to whisper it, Brad. Please whisper. I can whisper it to you. Yes, sure. please whisper it into Damiani's ear. Disney, what's the deal? Bring out the normal editions of Star Wars on Blu-ray, you idiots. (laughs) (laughs) And with that, see you all next time. I am enjoying these microtransactions.